Happy birthday to you. Cha cha cha. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Thomas. Happy birthday to you. The Jets love you so much. They hi- oh, they fire their yay. GM. <laughs> Are we Guess live? We're live. We're All going right, here. let's do it. Happy birthday, Thomas. Guess what we got you for your uh, for your birthday. A Jets debacle and uh, lost money on the Bucks. I was going to say, we got you a uh, pick for the Knicks, but yeah. it's not number one. Yeah. Sorry. Zion? Is it Zion? Nah, it's not number one. Oh, <laughs> all right, let's go right into it. Let's Did talk. you get my text earlier? I, said, I, bought, I tried to get you a Zion, but yeah, they were sold out. <laughs> they were all sold out on Zions. Uh, speaking of that, let's, let's go right into the lottery. How, wait, how are you guys all doing? Everybody doing good? It's been we're three good. weeks. It's good. Yeah. You guys having... School is not over, but I'm out of... Out of the fall. A lot time. of philosophy the two and one. There you go. It's done. All my gen eds, they're over. There you go. Just focus on sport management classes now. Hey What do you got left? I have actually a journalism course. I'm doing media media journalism. And then oh. also a strategic communications class. You know what you should do for your journalism class? What you is? should write some pieces to put on the Down in Flames page. I could. Yeah. Let your homework be the work for us. <laughs> That's yeah. exactly it. Man, killing two birds with one stone. I could do that. Yeah. I won't. I won't, but I could <laughs> do that. I really want Jared, to. let's take <laughs> a second honest. here. He's being honest. Thank you for giving an upfront, direct answer of, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Because the capabilities of doing Normally, it. it would be a, oh, that, that might work. That might work. Maybe. One where we'll it's see. like, oh, hey, you know this hope right here? <laughs> In about three days when you're expecting it, it's going to be out the window. <laughs> Oh, Just man. like the Knicks hope. I struggle oh. with commitment. It's okay. You, All right. Anyway. You have to have had, to had hope to be thrown out the window first. I mean, I don't know if you really should had we get this over with? Should we get the, the Knicks? Should we get the Knicks over with? Yeah. Let's, we're going to talk the lottery because I think every sport should do the lottery like this. I disagree. It's so fun. I disagree. It was, it was so fun. I love watching the lottery. And my hopes are getting up, but you were actually there with me. I was. I was pulling for you, and I was so distracted. I wanted to see you. I wanted you to. I wanted to see you be able to jump for joy and cheer beyond belief. And it just wasn't in the cards. The the feeling that I had when the fifth and the fourth pick came out, and they were not the Knicks, and I knew we were top three. I was spinning around in my chair. My hands were going everywhere. The nerves were going crazy, but I felt like I was on. Not that, not from personal experience, but cocaine. <laughs> just felt like I was like it, it was a euphoria. You haven't been on cocaine, know. but if you I've knew never, what cocaine felt like, that's that's what it that would be. That, so. That's what I imagine it'd be like. It's a pretty specific thing to to <laughs> say it wasn't, <laughs> but that's fine. Go ahead. And then number three, number three. So um, I, 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 I was a loss of words. Like the Knicks had my hopes up so high. The the last few weeks. All they've been talking about is Zion. All the NBA has been talking about is Zion. All the executives have been talking about, all the media has been talking about Zion to the Knicks. Even though it was a 14% chance, it felt like a lock for some reason. And then when I saw the weird things going on, like, you know, uh, the the Cavs dropped and the the Suns had the seventh pick. All these other teams that had a better shot or, or an equal shot had gone. And it was getting weird. The Lakers were still in the top four. I was like, you know what? Patrick Ewing's up there. 35 years ago, he was the number one pick. This is happening. I was getting so excited. This is happening. So everything was built up. 
and it came crashing down because now the Knicks are gonna have to pick R.J. Barrett. <laughs> like like that's that is the epitome of my Knicks fandom. We get so close, you know. Carmelo Anthony wants to come to the Knicks. Whoa, we had fifty four win season with Carmelo Anthony, and then all downhill. Uh, Amari Stoudemire signs with the Knicks, and his knees completely break break down. You know, Jeremy Lin looks like an amazing point guard, and you know, he's a bum. Can I can I offer some comfort? Yes, please. With. You know, likely this being a situation where you would end up choosing R.J. Barrett. Um, you may not have to. If Zion goes back down to college, then R.J. Barrett will probably be gone when it rolls around oh, you guys. Oh, per- perfect. Then you, you won't have to pick oh, him. Oh, so, so DeAndre Hunter? Are we... Uh, we uh, I'm thankful that it is top three. Because I yeah. think there are three stars, right? I think there are three... Guys in the draft that separate themselves from the rest. Like, who's, who's the fourth guy right now? Couldn't tell you. It's a different guy. Yeah. Everybody will give you I a different mean, guy, right? I feel like Cam, Cam, Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish. Is, uh, Garland. But he's, he's so far distant from everybody else. Culver. Like, like, there's like five different guys I've heard there. So, there is no fourth guy. So, top three, we get a surefire prospect, whatever that means. But we could have had a generation talent when Zion... Like, like, is there a hole in Zion's game right now, other than maybe three-point shooting? Yes. What, Jared, what's the, ready what's the downside in Zion right now? Ready to go. That he might get injured? Yeah, the, and I've I've spoken with Kyle about this. Pull-up jump shot. He does not have a pull-up jumper. Um, what in, in the NBA? Yeah, but did, did LeBron have a pull-up jumper coming into? Well, the in, NBA? in the NBA, what are they going to do? What are What are they going to do to you in the NBA? They're going to take away what you do best. Yep. Which is go to your left. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's what he does best is go to transition. That's what they transition. take away with Ben Simmons. Right. LeBron at least had a, a respectable. Yeah. Well, well, Zion shot thirty percent from three, and I mean, he was. But, a dec- I mean, it looked. It didn't look pretty, but he was. They were flat footed. I don't yeah. even. I yeah. say I don't even think he jumped on his on his three point balls. So that's that's where I'm getting at. He works on it. He'll be fine. So the one downside is, is he gonna go and put twenty up a night? From day one, right. That's the issue. Is, is that that is the issue? But I, but even that in his game, like I think he's the best prospect since Kevin Durant. I think I honestly coming out of college, he's the best prospect since Kevin sure. Durant. Better, yeah, better I, I than agree. Anthony Davis. I think he's a better prospect than Anthony Davis. Well, see, this is where, and I was talking with Kyle about this, and he wanted to come to the Knicks. Yeah, the NBA had this set up so perfectly. He wanted to come to the Knicks. The Knicks wanted him. Everybody wanted him there. The NBA couldn't admit it, but they wanted him there. Rig the damn thing. <laughs> Zion to the Knicks. <laughs> Adam, no, but the Adam Pelican. Silver is too good of a man to rig anything for, for you and your He's Knicks. Too noble. <laughs> but does he want money? Because putting him in, in uh, New Orleans isn't going to help anybody. Adam Silver wants structure. Oh, thank God he didn't go to the Memphis Grizzlies. Which, by the way, they I, have, that's like the one situation that would have been even worse than the, the Pelicans. They, they've you, made really? it known that they're yeah. going to pick Morant. The Grizzlies. Yeah, they already. Yeah, they already know. Yeah, they already know. It's I, last night. I was like, oh, maybe you know Mike Conley in there. Maybe maybe they won't get John Morant. Maybe like R.J. Barrett better. Nope. I, I don't. I don't know how I feel about R.J. Barrett. I think he's he could be really good. That's what everybody's saying. I'm gonna. I I'm think gonna rely on the you, smarter. How would you feel about trading off your number three pick for Anthony Davis? For Anthony Davis, I would do it. Yeah. R.J. Barrett for Anthony Davis, I would do. Yeah. Now, it's probably going to take Kevin Knox, R.J. Barrett, and, and the Mavericks' first pi- first round pick next year or two. 
that we got with Kristaps' trade. But I would do it. I would do it because that means if you're doing that, that means Kevin Durant's coming. If you're doing that trade for Anthony Davis, that means it, Kevin Durant's coming. Plus, you have the cap space to get Kevin Durant. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Keep well, Anthony, you, keep if Anthony Davis. If you're doing Davis. that trade, you're not doing it without Kevin right, Durant. Right. You're doing that because you know Kevin Durant's right. coming. Or Kevin Durant has already signed. It might be post-draft. Well, and this is where, like I was mentioning to you guys a few months ago, that this is interesting for the Pelicans. Now, granted, it looks like Anthony Davis is gone. Like, he, that's ni- he's 95% they're, they're he's hoping gone. that Zion can change his mind. Right. But... But this is where From all we've heard he still wants that to. would be interesting too. Well, this That's it they'd yes. be they'd be a top five seed in the West with that roster. Yeah, so you have Drew Holiday still there. I mean, they still have a quality. They still have, they still no have quality. Shooters, they have Randall Julius Randall. No, he's a free agent. Okay, he's a free agent. Okay. There, there okay. would there would be some serious kissing of the feet from the front office that would have to happen. I don't think not. Nearly as much. I mean, Anthony Davis knows what he would get with Zion. Zion knows what he would get with and playing with fit. Anthony anybody Davis and everybody else. Anybody who thinks they else. wouldn't fit well together has never watched basketball. But they, I, they feel like, well together. I feel like the front office the coaching staff would just really have to kiss some feet and be like, see, we we do want to build yeah. around we, you. We with, sat you in the fourth quarter every single game last year. See, and, and that's what I was, that, see, when I was talking with Ka- or, uh, Thomas about that earlier today, such an interesting turnaround. Like that seems very backwards of what players would typically do. Because players would typically be like, "I'm not playing. I'm sitting out." And I'm sure there's a little actually, bit of that. But I'm he, sure he actually wanted bit. to play. I'm sure there was probably a little. I bit mean, of hesitation so, but, on him, but but still, if if that's the case, played. he wouldn't have played. I say he wouldn't have played at all. So the fact that he was playing and then the organization decided to sit him is kind. Of, it just felt weird. It's like we're not going to play in the fourth quarter. Um. So it's just an, an odd situation all around. I but feel like that's a that's a bargaining chip for a player too. Like if you're if you're just gonna sit down and not feel like playing anymore, your next organization can sit there and Question probably and... work that contract price a little bit. But yeah. if you can look them in the eye and be like, "Hey, no, I'm gonna play. Yeah, you're gonna get effort out of me." And yes, you already know my numbers. Yeah. You know that I I feel like that's a piece of it. But on top of that, I mean. These guys don't play because they hate basketball. I mean, they love basketball, so right. they're, they're competitors, especially the guys who are superstars. Like they want to be out there because they know they can make the difference. Right. Well, and this is where, because I was talking with you guys a few months ago, if for whatever reason Anthony Davis was bought into staying, that I felt I feel like if you're trying to win now, that R.J. Barrett would be a better pick right now because he's more NBA-ready now. But in terms of just the they potential... They absolutely never do that. It was to say, because They'd of the, have the, poten- the, the potential pick. of Zion Williamson wouldn't allow that, and just as much hype as he's and, gotten... And Anthony Davis wouldn't stay if he trades Zion. Like, right. The only... Well, no, not trading inkling, Zion, yeah. yeah. The only inkling of, of, of Anthony Davis staying is with Zion. Right. right? And even mm-hmm. then... We, we don't think he wants to stay. I mean, maybe you risk it and don't trade him and, and play him till February, until the trade deadline, and see if they he, he changes his mind, but then you're risking it and losing even more value. I, I but, think I think for him, if he's sitting there weighing his options of, okay, I can play with Zion, who, like, essentially, like, I'll, I'll mentor him. I will have to mentor him, and it's going to take 
some growing, or I can play with KD, who is good to go and playing out of his mind. It's not just KD. The Knicks can actually maneuver this in a way where I know they have like 70-something million dollars in cap space. If the, The timing of the trade with Anthony Davis matters because they actually can sign Kyrie and KD and still trade for Anthony Davis. They can actually fit that on the on the books if you trade it at a certain point. I think after the draft. Yeah, I think which... they can they can actually fit all three. So it's not just playing with KD. It's probably Kyrie, KD, Anthony Davis, and some leftover pieces. Which I feel like uh, in the East, where Jared... you don't have to worry about the Warriors in the West and yeah. the Rockets and the Lakers. Jared, I know we talked worry about... about the Lakers. Well, we're going to talk about that in a, in a minute because they they ended up with the fourth pick. Which yep. is, they jumped all the way, I think, from 11 odds, the 11th best odds, all the way to four. Jared, I know we talked about oh, we got a um, game, Jared. Kyrie and his uh, um, his discussions with LeBron about like I didn't I didn't know like what right. you what you really had on your shoulders there. Right. I feel like that might make him more inclined to want to not just because you can play on a team of superstars, but for him to just want to get to a team where he's not the guy. Right. Just because he, I mean, he tried. I, it. It I, I don't, work. I don't think, I don't think work. he's built that way for a long period of time. Like if he's got to fill in for, you know, a year, two years. Yeah. He's going to perform. He's going to bring you good stuff, but he doesn't, he now realizes that he doesn't want to be the guy. Well, that's why if I'm the Knicks, I'm not signing him. If there's no KD, if I was any other team, I'm not signing Kyrie. If he's the guy. He's a, maybe a 1B. We saw that. They won a championship, right? He was almost equally as important in the finals against the Warriors in, in 2016. Was it 16? Yeah. Yeah, yeah in 2016, then, as LeBron was. But, it, I mean, we saw in Boston, he can't be the guy. Right. He cannot be the guy. He's not the leader. So, if I'm the Knicks, I'm not, I'm not signing Kyrie alone. Only if there's KD. Or maybe... Anthony Davis, whatever. It needs to be someone who is equally or better talented than, than Kyrie. Because you, you, we saw it in Boston. It's not going to work. Like, and I think he knows that too, right? Like you said, I think he knows that. I think he doesn't want to do that. And he's okay with that. And I think knowing his role, like his, hey. his game's not going to suffer. From the little basketball knowledge that I have, my gut tells me that you'll end up with KD. I, I hope so. I'm trying. This is like the Zion <laughs> thing again. I, I got my hopes up, and I was like, Zion's going to be a Nick. I, I think he would and, love playing uh, in MSG. Everybody says KD is going to be a Nick. Stephen yeah. A said it was a 95% chance. Colin today, I think I said, he said it's a 100% chance. The writing is on the wall. I think he's leaving the Warriors, no matter what. I think the only other team that might have the shot is the, is the Clippers. But maybe that's like a ten. So they got a, they got a significant amount of cap, cap space, space too. They don't probably they? have a better roster now, obviously with with they made the playoffs. Yeah, but do you want to be a second fiddle in L.A.? I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I, I don't know. You do. That's I think the thing. You, you, you do you even want to go to the Clippers? Why would you yeah. want to go to the Clippers? Well, I mean, would you be second fiddle? Because the Lakers look gross. As right far as now. media goes, you're, you're second. Fi- you're second yes. fiddle to LeBron in L.A. Is what I mean. Like, yeah, LeBron's but if if they can't, LeBron's. Cl- LeBron is a piece. I, I will LeBron tell you is this. a piece, I will but tell- he can't he can't do it unless there's a supporting cast there. Yes. and I. But I will tell you this: there, it would take 
20 to 30 years of garbage from the Lakers for the Clippers to be more relevant than the Lakers in LA. Like there yeah, is no almost how, nothing no that how bad the, in the next 10 yeah. years, there's nothing that the Lakers can do to, to get demoted to the second team in LA. Yeah. So it's just like the, the Knicks will never be the second team in the New York, in New York. No Brooklyn how, will never surpass yeah. the Knicks, no matter what the Knicks do. The Mets like, will never pass the Yankees. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's how it is. That, MSU will never pass the Michigan. Clippers, I, like, the, I hate it, but that's it's the, the way Clippers that it is. The Clippers can be run a hundred times better than the Lakers, and and lately they have been. The media will give them the love, but but it's Lakers. Yep. So you will always be second fiddle to the Lakers, even if LeBron wasn't there. Yep. You're going to the stepchild, and and the little brother, even if LeBron wasn't with the Lakers. Yeah. So all right, speaking of the Lakers, with that four pick, right? They they have obviously shoot that up all the way up there in the draft. That's pretty exciting. Probably their best asset at this point, as far as trade value. Do you guys think they trade this number four overall pick? If so, for who? Um, because we obviously know LeBron doesn't like playing with rookies. They traded Anthony Wiggins. Uh, they, they've traded almost nearly every first-round pick that they've had. Do they look to trade up? They could. I say because you're, you're at a position at four where although the – I don't know the who's camp. Trade the camp miss. I'll say the camp miss prospects aren't there. But who's taking? Who's with taking what? The Are you pick? gonna like? And Lonzo, you're gonna give Lonzo in the fourth pick for to the to the. So Grizzlies? you may you like, may have to give up some. I was thinking Kuzma. So you may have to give up some first rounders for years to come. But too. here's the thing: what I said, LeBron doesn't like playing with rookies. Right? Yeah. He wants guys that are going to help him win now. Yeah. He doesn't I like think, playing with rookies. I think we would need to be on the inside of those boardrooms to yeah. figure out like who in the league free agency wise are they gonna make a push for because like i mean that that hinges on who you draft as who you know you're gonna end up yeah. being able to sign later on too yeah. as you're you have your guys that you want you have your guys that you're already talking to um that you, you know have a they want an idea come. of who who you can sign at this point who you have a decent shot at signing at this point and and they have the cap space, so maybe they trade for like you know what did we see Jimmy Butler go for when he went from the the Bulls to the Timberwolves, right? It was like the fifth and seventh pick. Do you trade Lonzo Ball in the fourth pick for you know Ben Simmons, or do you trade it for uh, Russell Westbrook, right? Would would you do that if you're the Lakers? Would you do that? Trade the fourth pick for Russell Westbrook? I don't think Westbrook. You wouldn't do that as the Lakers, or you wouldn't do that for the Thunder? I don't think I would do that if I were the Lakers. Lakers right? I think they know that that would... I don't think he and LeBron would mesh well. I'm trying to think of teams that have... Um, Disgruntled any, well, any, any sort contract, of Any sort of veterans that may be, like you say, on a contract that you might have for a couple of years, but I don't really There's know. There's not many options. I mean, yeah. there really aren't that many options. Is it Ben Simmons? Is it Russell Westbrook? Is it... I mean, Mike Conley, do do the Memphis Grizzlies try to pick up the second and fourth pick? Do you trade Mike Conley to the Lakers, but does that really make them better? Pistons, Drummond. I mean, I mean, yeah, do you go for Drummond or Blake? Maybe they can unload Blake. They they traded off for Blake. I don't know if they'd be willing to drop Blake. But I think they'd I think be they more likely to get Drummond. To, than... I mean, the, Tom, Tom Gores is all in for that's Blake. A, that's so. another one. Why did you bring him there? The trade, the Blake trade. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Detroit. You did. It, it was it's not a that, that was that was uh You Van needed Gundy. jersey sales. That was That's Van it. Gundy's Van Gundy, yeah. last ditch effort of trying to hold on to his job. 
because yep. he was both GM and coach. Yep. And that was him trying to hold on to his job to have somebody to make the playoffs with to be able to give him credentials to try and keep his job. And it definitely did not work. Can we all agree, though, that that, that fourth overall pick is now the Lakers' best asset, right? With all the injury mm-hmm. concerns with Brandon mm-hmm. Ingram and Lonzo not performing well and Kuzma never playing defense. I think that number fourth pick, even though there's a drop off after three, well, you still, still the, their best asset. DeAndre Hunter, I, Hunter which, Brandon Clark, uh, that kid Culver, from uh, Villanova, Villanova, or not Villanova, I mean, uh, from Vanderbilt. Um, Garland, who yeah, only Garland. played five games last year, which is crazy, but he might go number four. So we'll see. Cam it's Reddish. exciting. Any any losers of I, I don't know. You guys don't seem like you love the lottery as much as I do. I hate even, the lottery. Even though yeah, it's fun. It, was a bad it shakes night with, it shakes it up. It's not as any losers, like set in stone. Any losers that do stick out to you at, from last night? The Hawks. You guys. Yeah. Honestly, Knicks. like that's that's how about uh, oh, the Bulls? Cleveland, the Bulls, uh, the Bulls. Well, honestly. They would they would have been like what the the fourth pick and they're all the way up to they had the fourth best odds yep and they dropped to what five or six oh further than that I thought and well, I thought well, it was like Chicago Cleveland, seven Cleveland was Chicago tied seven. for the best yep. Cleveland was tied for the best odds they dropped to five yeah the Suns where did they drop to six six yeah the Suns had, were tied for the best odds as well and they dropped to six so they're gonna get another mediocre player that's not gonna help them win most likely and another wing that can't shoot like Josh Jackson. Uh, so, so they they got screwed, and I think the Hawks. The Hawks ended up with two for, two top ten picks, but neither is going to be relevant. They had a, yeah. they had a decent shot to to get Zion as well. I just hate the fact that your chance of being able to be able to get a player comes down to the luck of a draw at the end of the year, and the team but that they, didn't do too poorly could still end up getting that pick. So you think they overcorrected it, and there should be like the NFL. Where Nick yeah. should have been the lock for the first pick. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I can't argue MLB, that right now. I can't argue that right now. And they'll be the same that, way. I can't I mean, argue that right that now. That breaks your love of the lottery, though. I know. I know. I, it I goes do, against yeah. everything you stand I do for. Think, I do think they overcorrected it. I think dropping it down to 14% for the worst odds, I think that's overcorrecting it. A couple years from now, we might see a reverse. Like, if the Knicks fell to five or six, well, I think technically they could only go to five as the lowest. But if they fell to five... Honestly, I think they might change the lottery next year because there would be such an such a over, like you know a cry. You heard the gasp in the room yeah. last night when yeah. they said them at three. Yep, so. I've got oh I've got a couple <laughs> of simple solutions. Oh, all the all the reaction videos were just delightful. <laughs> right, I've got a couple <laughs> simple solutions because what we've seen Peyton's horrible. What we've seen is I know Cleveland fell to five this year, but Cleveland has won five lotteries in the thirty-five years. I believe they've they've won it five times in thir- out of thirty-five years. I think moving forward to do a little bit of a correction, fix that. You can't win it back to back years. Cleveland did a while ago. Um, that's, you. That's how the can't. I think you need the to magic implement that. Got both. Um, I think you can't win it if yeah. yeah what was it? Uh, Shaq and Shaq and Hardaway. Hardaway. Yeah, Penny. Yeah, I think that you cannot win the lottery if you've been in the top three the last three years. Uh, I think you need to put like some type of finish the on. season. No, as far as you picked, you win the lottery. You're, you're, okay, okay, yeah. and if you've been in the top three yes. of the lottery for the last, yes. Okay. So I think we need to put some parameters on it in in that way. I Things like that. If you're gonna have the lottery, because I think the, the lottery's fun. The point of the lottery but, being there is to try and prevent tanking at the end of the year, which it doesn't do. It's teams still 
tank and it doesn't change anything. If you want to change tanking, you need to change it to, to play for better odds. You have to not finish in last place, essentially. If you want the better odds, you got to finish the, the top. There's the, no the, way the last six place hey, teams play for the best well, odds. Well, can we can we argue there really is no there's obvious no obvious way no, that's going to get rid of tanking? Right? There's not. There's no obvious. And way. I, I'm I'm fine with tanking at this point in time. If you're if you're you do? the Tigers. I love them to death, but right now they need to tank. them being this right around a little under five hundred and winning some See, well, big games well, and getting killed in others. I'd the rather one, the Tigers the keep team losing. I'll, I'll give you is baseball. The one sport I'll give you is ba- baseball. Pro- tanking probably doesn't matter as much because it worked for the Astros. <laughs> it did, but it's also they spent the money and got now the key. But... They got the key free agents. So did the Cubs, Yankees, mini tanked, but they were always over five hundred. I, I, Draft position doesn't matter in the MLB. Not as much, much. Is it, right? No, because it's not a guarantee. Right. In the NBA, it is. A- M- MLB the draft is pick, the hardest, the I think, to yes. be able to pan out whether or not a guy is going to make it or not. Yes. I mean, how many times has the number one overall pick been a superstar in baseball? It's not that Being often. Interesting to look at. Yep. I mean, they're they're good players usually in baseball. They're not the superstars you think they're going to be typically. All right. So we we did mention the Cavs. Casey Mintz, though, you watch Tigers. He's, oh he pitched a no hitter oh, in Double yeah. A, and then he oh, pitched ooh, nine in his one out. Did you hear that Double A no hitter? He's impressed. Baseball. He's impressed. I care not. <laughs> do you hey, care I, about? Do you I, care about John? I, I brought myself and talked yes. basketball. Okay. See. Oh, John Beeline. Yeah. Speaking of basketball, speaking of the Cavs. Yeah. Real quick before we move over to the NBA playoffs, I'm sure Jared's pretty distracted with the end of this Raptors game right now. Yeah, that we're losing. I, I'm at my John desk. Beeline gets I get your, te- your text. I'm like, no. And then my buddy says, sends the me a text. The timing He's, was so weird. Yeah. My buddy sends me a text, explicit, uh, expletive. Oh, no, we suck again. What's that? What, what did he say? <laughs> what did he say? Family show. Okay. And then I just, it, it, I, wrote a, I put a post on Facebook the other day of a, um, Graham Crouch. He's, the, he's a beat writer for MSU. As much as I love hating on Michigan and taking join their delight, I'm I'm sad that John Beeline is leaving Michigan. Honestly, I mean he is. He's the only thing you liked out of Michigan. He is the only thing I liked out of Michigan. So that's the one last thing I can go back to fully hating everything they're immersed in. But John Beeline being there made Michigan a top a top twenty team, a top twenty destination. People have which, gone a little far with. Oh with yeah, the, the, the names praise of John Beeline and and how how high he's brought that John, roster. But, but and, I mean, John Beeline. Th- this and this is the thing. This Michigan fans, hear me out. Those Michigan fans of you that are sad about John Beeline leaving and upset that he's leaving and people at Michigan that are upset about this. You know whose fault it is that John Beeline's leaving? Your own. You. When you have a guy that is, is this is my little my little rant here and this is I'm not the Bro. only one who's been saying this. This is Kyle he's is not, down in flames I, I, right now. It is. It, he's not I'm the only not one. The, and I'm not the only one who's been saying this. All when MSU you people, have a coach that is the quality of John Beeline. Everybody, you'd say top Top ten NBA or college basketball coach, right? Probably top five college basketball coach, I'd say right now. Uh, he he's hasn't t- won. He's, well, he's been right, to we, two. We'd have to rifle games. through it, that list a little more. We would. More, okay. but top ten. To he's five he's, he's, he he's a won. strong top ten. I'm sure there are five coaches who have won. And he, put them all right. Over the top last ten. few years. Yes. The, the, that's what I mean. The most recent. He is close that's to what the I mean. top five. I would not say over the last decade he's been that, but I'd say over the last few years he's been close to top five. The guy has done more with less than any other coach has done, I think, as far as production that he's had that's come out of it he has been a great coach he's won two he's won two big 10 championships two big 10 conference championship tournaments he's won one to two final fours been to two national championships 
that guy has brought a lot of things for you as a fan to be able to be excited about. But you know who still gets the love in Ann Arbor more than anybody else and who's talked about more than anybody else all the time? Oh, Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> why, why would why would you choose to be second fiddle at a school? I mean, they are fo- they are football. Well, I get that. They you, are, they are no, no matter what, no matter who the basketball coach is, the, the basketball team is always going to be second fiddle to the football program at most schools, but especially at Michigan. I get that. But John Beeline was completely underappreciated. I would say by a large majority of the Michigan fan base. Yeah, I'm not saying that my friends are Michigan fans didn't appreciate him, but I know Michigan fan in general the o- couldn't tell the you overall, the majority of the te- yes. couldn't tell you the majority of the people who play. They probably couldn't even tell you who the coach is for most of Michigan basketball or most Michigan uh, fans. It, it's just it's uh, I don't blame him for saying I can be here for another ten years and try to make put a legacy into Michigan. Or I can go to the NBA and get paid and potentially make myself a name there. I don't blame him at all for it. No. <clears throat> I mean, no. and he he brought that program back from the depths of despair. I mean, after the Ed Martin scandal, the throughout the late part of the 90s and the early 2000s when they're going through the suspension process and having their titles stripped and everything like that, Beeline coming in kind of rectified that program, brought it back up, and made Michigan, I'd say, a top 20 program at this point in time. I mean, even if they're not a top 20 ranked team, Michigan right now is a top 20. I say they made it to the national championship. You, right, twice. Twice you, in the last you, 10 years, right? You can say maybe top 15 even. I think when you get to that point in time, you're getting a little bit up there where you're starting to be able to – it can be debated. But you can definitely say they're a top 20 team. Now, with that being said, I think it's a top 20 destination for a coach to go to. What hurts Michigan now is as late as this is. This is a month and a half after college basketball ended. Who's your coach? Yeah. Who's your and coach? recruiting. Who's your coach? So, um, bet – Online has their top uh, candidates. Candidates, they're, they're the odds. I'm gonna read a couple of them off to you and tell me what you think. So the the number one, two to one overall odd, Laval Jordan. I don't know. The other one that I like is seven to two. I think is a much better fit, Juwan Howard. Yep. Yep. I like that one. M- Michigan I do boy. Like that one. Michigan boy played there, was part of the Fad Five. I mean, he'd, he'd get some good recruiting. He's good recruiting in. He has the NBA name to come along yeah. with him. I don't know that he's great X's and O's, but you can have a great you can have a great assistant to come along with you and help you be able to figure that out. Yeah, and he's I mean he's an assistant from Miami, so he's good enough I think to be able to do it. Uh, Juwan Howard, Mike White is five to one. Yaklich is five to one. I, I really think I think we should just stop with Jawan Howard. Jawan Howard, Howard, that's the guy right now. I, I, think, I think that's the, I think that's the guy. Yeah. I, I've heard a lot of people saying Billy Donovan. I don't think Billy Donovan is going. I think he'd leave the I NBA. Don't, no, he would not. To, I, it's going to be hard if you're a head coach to he leave got the fired, NBA. Sure. Right, he, he got, got fired, fired maybe, sure, but, and that's why they're saying potentially maybe Brad Stevens if he gets fired from the Celtics. Oh, no. I don't think no, he he's gets not fired, fired from there. No way. There's talk. I mean. I don't know uh, why. Th- I, he wouldn't go back to college because he'd have 20 offers from NBA teams. You think so? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's 12 to 1 odds. So I mean, I mean, he's, he's on the list. The, Lake, of... the Lakers would fire Frank Vogel in a second <laughs> yeah. and hire Brad I'm Stevens. with you. I, I think he would get more money offered from the NBA than what U of M would be willing to spend on a basketball coach. He, he's, a, he's a top five NBA coach, Brad Stevens. Right now, he's top five. Absolutely. Especially after last year. Yeah, I had a rough year. I'm he just telling rough year. I, I couldn't tell you what Lily is. I'm just telling you what I read reports about him being sh- on shaky ground. What they think may happen with him in Boston, and Boston will go after the disappointing year. That they I, I think they would drop every player before they dropped him. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he he is that good. So I'm I repeating th- what uh, I've agree, read. Agree or disagree? So, I, mean, I, I, I think agree. I think their office they love him is so happy. They I think yeah. Oh yeah. 
especially as they've, difficult they've as it is to have a long-term year. coach. Like you look at the Spurs, like they've been with Popovich for what, like twenty-three years, something like that. And I, I don't know. It's it's difficult to find consistency in coaching. So I I am curious. Do you think this is a good hire for the Cavs? I don't hate it. It's it's a it's a confusing hire. It's a questionable hire. It's outside the box. Well, how long are they, how long are they going to give him? That's wait, the wait, major well, thing. How long Five is he going to give him? He's sixty six years old. First yeah. time NBA coach. Yeah. So I, that's 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 one piece. the one question. Mark. He's he's sixty six. Also, I it's I a tend long to rebuild. I tend to wonder rebuild. in a in a what a coach wants to do because they're not always super public about this, and I get it because you have loyalty to whatever team that you're with that you're not necessarily wanting to make things, these things public. He just signed a five year extension with Michigan last like June, July. Yeah, that's because they got interviewed for the Pistons head coaching job. Yeah, so like just signed. And then he's ready to go a year, not even a year after that, at a pretty high age at 66. Um, and he just had heart surgery last year. So, again, I, what does that tell you? I, to me, I, I sit there and say, does like his internal dialogue, does he believe he can keep it up at Michigan? I think he believes he is, can is he trying to... I don't think he wants to. I, I, like I said, I don't think he wants to have to deal with it. He has to deal with of being in that second position when he probably deserves the accolades of the first position. He doesn't want to keep having to do recruiting trips. He doesn't want to keep having to be on, being with players and taking care of them and being the babysitter you have to be as a college basketball coach. You coach in the NBA, you're working with... Divas. Kids, but I mean, it's, you're working with yeah, divas, yeah, but and your your season is a million times much, longer. It's much more hands off though than what it is with college basketball has to be. You're not. It's not nearly as demanding as a job being a, an NBA coach as it is being a college basketball coach. Now, keeping your job may be harder because it's more, higher standards you have to be adhering to. But I'm saying, as far as day in day out for the entire year, it is easier for you to be an NBA coach than it is for you to be a college coach. If that's the case, why are college coaches paid far less than NBA coaches for having an easier? Because they job? have to, they have to prove themselves to be able to get to the NBA level. But it's an easier job, so you really shouldn't have to prove very much. You don't have to manage anybody. You're just standing out there. I'm not saying coaching on the court is an easier job. I'm saying the entire job over the year, the time that you're there, is more physically, emotionally demanding on you as a college basketball coach, especially at a big-time program, than it is in the NBA. And, like, recruiting trips? I mean, you sell the school, you're going to have a, a team of people that are going to be travel traveling to talk to one player. So you may see them several times, but most of the time it's other people that are going. Whereas in the NBA, you're going to be partnering with executives to sit there and talk about or talk to a potential superstar trying like one one player. But your job is like a season of recruiting trips for a whole But your job as a head coach isn't to sign that player. It's the GM's job to do that. You don't have to be wooing him over. They're they're not going to. They're not going to come play for you if you well, don't. If you're not winning, I get that. But if you're not winning, if you don't want to talk to them, if you don't, if they don't like your style, if you can't sell them on what you're trying to do, because a GM can try and build something, but the coach has got to be able to say, "This is what I'm trying to do on the court, and this is why you're going to fit in my system." I, I think for both for college football and for college basketball, it is more physically demanding and emotionally draining than being a professional coach. I really do. 
I, I understand what you're saying. You're working with divas, I disagree. But especially I, I, college football. We're going we're we're to shake hands because I respectfully disagree. <laughs> All right, well, how, about, how about X and, an o, X and O's? Real Stay quick, on, on the... Yes. On no the, hugs and kisses. No, no, no. On the... Uh, oh, yes, yeah. You know what? Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> going back to if it's a good fit, I think it's... I think it's better on Cleveland's end. I think Cleveland's getting better out of it than what Do you think, he's so you getting. Th- you think he's, They're getting a better position by bringing him in. He's getting a worse position by going so there. You think his but coaching, I don't blame him for doing it. You think his coaching will translate to the NBA? Because I, I think do. so. I think, I think he can. He, he, I think he can. He was bringing... Back, in, th- two, back in yeah. 2012, he was bringing in the, okay, we're going to live by the three game in college basketball shooting more threes than what a lot of teams are doing. He kind of started to bring that around in college basketball a little bit more. He draws that same kind of a system up, and so I think he can do well with it. I, I think it's an easier uh, an easier decision for the Cavs. I think there's a lot of question marks, uh, I but I, I think that, job. I think I that they're at a point of like, yeah, what are we going to lose? It's semi-local uh, as far as a, a guy that Midwest. you're hiring in. Midwest. Yeah. yeah, people tend to do better when they're close to home well, for his son, whatever reason His son's reason coaching in New York at, oh, I can't remember the name of the college he got hired at. So, I mean, he, he's got connections in that area. It, yeah, it's it's a local hire. I think it's a, man, yeah, we don't have anything to lose. Me as well. Your boy, Brick Lopez, just hit a nice big three. Oh, it's, yeah. it's like his third of the fourth quarter. I can't stand that. Anyway. Let's go Bucks. But But the podcast... I know exactly the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So back to basketball. Jared, it's only game one. I know, but this is big. You need to win. Game All right, one. let's 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 go into the actually playoffs. Let's talk. Let's talk some NBA playoffs. Playoffs. You want to start with this game, or do you want to start with some previous games? You want to start with this game while it's still going? Yeah, we can. All right, let's talk about the Bucks and the Raptors because right now uh, there's two minutes left in the fourth quarter. The Bucks are up by four. Brooke Lopez, like we just said, hit that big three pointer. Um, Kawhi's missed a couple couple of shots here late, but they they have come back. They were down pretty big midway through the fourth quarter. The so Raptors seven. have made a pretty good comeback here. Looking at this series, let's say hypothetically, with two minutes left, the Bucks end up winning this game. They squeak by. They're up one zero. They have home court advantage. I know Jared's gonna say that the Raptors are still gonna win the series. Um. You guys think the Ra- if they lose this game, do the Raptors still have a decent shot? Do they have a better? Sh- what What do you feel coming out of this game? If hypothetically the Bucks hold on with this four point lead, I feel like both of them have very strong supporting casts. I would say that the Raptors have a deeper, more consistent supporting cast veteran. than the Bucks do. More veteran play, more playoff experience. Yeah, I mean, even like Siakam. Siakam's been playing extremely well. Other than tonight. Um, but, it, yeah. Shooting six for 20. But. Um, a little rough. He's been he's been a stalwart for you guys um, here closing out the season, especially. he's He's been solid for you. I feel like it's going to come down to the consistency of Giannis and Kawhi. Yep. Well, how, how do you feel about the chemistry of these two teams? Obviously, the Bucks core has been doing this a little bit longer together. Because Kawhi, this is his first year with the Raptors. Chem- he sat out a good third of the year. Chemistry advantage, I give, give to, to the Bucks. Bucks. Coaching advantage, Bucks. Bootenholzer probably going to win Coach of the Year. Yeah, give that over Nick Nurse, who's looked a little shaky in the playoffs, even though he's gotten this far. 
So coaching advantage bucks, chemistry advantage bucks, supporting cast equal. Supporting star, cast I would give to the Raptors. Raptors. So it is super power, close. It's going to come down to It's which, super close, which but I feel like better. can give it to the Raptors. And I'd even have experience as a check mark. Now go ahead and make, make the case. Make the case for the Raptors right now. Even if they lose game one. I want you to I mean, make, I, I make really, the case for the Bucks I want you to too. Sell, no, I want you to sell me on the Raptors right now because I think the Bucks have a chance to even win this. If they win tonight, to win this in five games. Like, I, the Bucks have played so well. They, and we to, haven't given them the credit that they deserve this year because they have played so well. To add on to that, Andy also predicted say Bucks and five. five. He said Bucks and five. So, so sell me on the Raptors. So the thing with the Raptors, having Marcus All come in, that was a huge signing on our part, or a trade, um, big trade for us. Getting him, bringing him in, because Giannis Valachunas was quality, but Mark brings you that playoff experience. He brings you that just overall experience as a player. And plus, I just think he's better. He he stretches the floor with the ability to shoot threes. Bringing same in, thing with Danny Green. Bre- yeah, yeah, same thing with Danny Green. Danny Green just has the championship pedigree. He has the most threes in NBA Finals history with seven in a game. Um, and then, of course, you bring in Kawhi, who last, last series averaged more than 30 points a game. And only a handful of players have done that in a series. He he averaged over thirty points in a series. So for for that to happen, I mean, I I just think that Kawhi right now is playing the best out of anyone in the in the playoffs at this point. To this point, Kawhi Leonard is the best. The, player. So the MVP of the playoffs right now to you is Kawhi. Leonard. Is Kawhi Leonard? Would you have said that before the game winning shot in Game Seven? Yes. Okay. Because of the amount of, okay. uh, like I say, he in that Philadelphia series. Would you have said that before Kevin Durant got injured? Uh, it would have been closer, okay, much closer. All yeah, right. but I I still think it's Kawhi. At this right, point. We're at a six point game, thirty seconds left. Looking like the Bucks are probably going to squeak this one. Probably going to squeak this one by, which uh, is disappointing because the Raptors yes. had a ten point lead a couple times throughout the first half. They're getting so. outscored by thirteen in the fourth quarter. So yeah, it which, seemed like they got they got kind of tired. Yep, uh, so, going into seven so games and then going five so in their it series. It seems like you're leaning playoff experience is going to be big, and that's why you think the Raptors are going to win this. That's why I think right? they playoff win this experience matters the most. For We're going to be tough to beat at home too. That's why I don't yeah. think they're going to beat us in five. I, I think if they be they beat us in six. But I don't think they'd be us in five because so we, we're so you much say six because but six is still at home. It would still be at home, but you, I mean, I don't I don't see them winning two games at Toronto. I'd see them winning one game at Toronto. Okay. So if that were to happen, it's I think it'd be in six. Peyton, where are you leaning on this series? Bucks and six. Bucks and six. There it is. Kyle, any opinion on this game? I know you you do have the Bucks connection. You Bucks did, and five. You, you know the sweet. GM pretty well. Sweet. Well, sweet. No, I say pretty well anymore. Sweet. I knew him pretty well when I was a okay. kid. So. There you go. Well, what's interesting too is that the Raptors beat this same Bucks team last year in the playoffs. And the only thing that's changed is we got Kawhi and lost DeMar DeRozan. <laughs> and they got Brooke Lopez. <laughs> and they got Brooke Lopez. Well, they got Budenholzer. Who they is, still got the coach. We they used to play coach. NBA 99. Ooh, I was going to say, which that Lopez uh, pickup. Brooke Lopez has 29 exact, points today. In this exact moment is paying off for them. He's got 29 and 11. Exactly. Because he's, he's hit five threes yeah, tonight. He's four, hit four, four threes tonight. But I think Started the Raptors off cold. I, yeah. exactly, and yeah. I think the Raptors were kind of thinking, okay, you can be, we'll make you beat us. If I, if I told you this, that Chris Middleton would ha- shoot four for twelve and only have eleven points, and Eric Bledsoe would be zero for six on threes with nine points, what would you say? 
Brooke Lopez saved their butts. Well, tonight. no, if I just told you that two <laughs> parts, right, you would have said that that the Raptors would have won easily. Yeah, Brooke Lopez yeah. is the reason they won tonight. Yeah, he doesn't play that well. Raptors win this game. Are you going to expect Brooke Lopez to put up twenty nine? No, but you're not going to expect Chris Middleton and and Eric Bledsoe to have a combined twenty. But points. that's where the, both of these teams are very good defensively. And can you expect Kyle Lowry thirty points tonight? You're not going to expect that every night. But he's more he's more so believable to score thirty than Brooke Lopez. Yes, much yeah, more believable. Yes, to but score I don't think it comes down to Brooke Lopez through the Bucks season. Like they are, they typically have been way more spread out. Yes, for like everybody getting 15 or something like that. You know, it's not so much a, oh, well, Kawhi put up 30 and so did Kyle Lowry. Therefore, I mean, they're so balanced. That's why I, you know, give, you know, the chemistry lean towards uh, towards the Bucks too. They've got, for the most part, a little bit more time uh, being a unit. But, I mean, they, they're they effective with it too. Uh, if... Nobody breaks that twenty-point mark. They're happy with the win, um, and not not saying that the Raptors wouldn't be. You absolutely would be. Anybody's just happy with a win. Oh yeah. But they're so consistently spread out of their points. Whether it's Miritich, whether it's Brogdon, whether it's uh, Middleton, you know, that's that's a little bit more heated up that night. Um, that's why I feel like they are the cool, calm, collected group that is coming through. The playoffs right now. I would say that they are probably more calm and collected than the Warriors at this point. Yeah, so I was going to say, I don't think we really need to break down the Warriors versus Blazers series too much. I think, I hope we all agree that the Warriors oh, are, are going to win. Yeah, I don't think anybody's calling for the Blazers to get to the, the championship uh, round here. So looking ahead, regardless I of who we think. I do like that we're going to see at least a different team out of the East, 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 and I and I like that we saw Bla- the Blazers in the championship. I can say I'll actually Western probably I'll I'll, I'll I'll watch some of the Bucks Raptors series, um, and I'll if they if the Bucks make B- it to the Bucks Warriors, I'll, I'll watch Bucks yes. Warriors if they get there. So so I still I tried watching. Yeah. Like I told you yesterday, <laughs> night, I tried he watching. Could not watch the Rockets. I couldn't. I tried watching the Rockets. You got annoyed with James Harden, didn't you? I got annoyed with every All single play being a three-point shot. That's what I got annoyed <laughs> with. He's he's somebody he's that his, his game is difficult to watch. Even though he scores oh, points, it's even Chris still, Paul is difficult to watch. It's not point. fun to watch. I used to love watching Chris Paul. I used to love it. Now I can't stand it. I can't stand Chris Paul, and and I used to he's, love him. He is a weird drive and like an off-balance. Foul drawing. And he's just as bad mid-range. as uh, as Harden with the f- constant fun- complaining. Like what I said, NBA. I sound old. F- I fouls aren't I turned called. Turned twenty four today, and I sound like I'm fifty. Talking about these guys <laughs> complain too much. Hey, fouls it, aren't called yeah. in the paint in the NBA anymore. They're called everywhere else. Like that's so so stylistically, right? We three out of four of us are picking the Bucks over the Raptors. Regardless of that, stylistically, talent wise, we think the Warriors are getting there. Which team matches up better? In the NBA Finals against the Warriors, is it the Bucks or is it the Raptors? Uh, this that's tough they're, too. They're both good defensively. Yep. Because I I will say, and and does and and then we have to factor in the injury with Durant. Does that matter with the matchup? And and we'll get into that in a second. But presently, which team is going to match up better? Because you tough. you were talking earlier, weren't you? You said the Raptors, right? You said the yeah, Raptors. Yeah, I, I think our personnel is better. 
I think her personnel is better for for that type of matchup, and a lot of it's because of the experience factor is why I would say that. But if you guys are all saying, of course, that you feel like the chemistry is better with Milwaukee, then then for your sake of argument, it would be Milwaukee. So I think I think you have to think about which team do you believe is going to be able to consistently shoot the three better and defend the three better against the Warriors. I right? feel like the Raptors defend the three better than the Bucks do. I definitely feel like the Bucks have the advantage defending down around the, the bucket. Which team do you feel like might shoot the three more consistently? Out of them two? Yes. Because if you think the Raptors are going to be able to defend the three better and you think they can shoot the three better, then I would say you're leaning towards the Raptors being a better fit against the Warriors. But if you think the Bucks can shoot the three more consistently all around, maybe get hot for a couple of games, they might be a better fit. I, I actually think it's so much of like a change in offense I to, actually, be able, to be able to shoot the three better than the Warriors. You're not going to no, shoot the no, three better than the Warriors. I don't think you need to shoot better than the Warriors, but you need to be able to shoot the three pretty consistently. You can't go like like we saw. I'm not saying you have to have the Rockets model because they only shot the three. Like Kyle has complained, you know, you know, constantly grumbled about. I, like they constantly. couldn't. Devi- like that's the one thing about the the Rockets. They couldn't deviate from the three. They lived and died by it. Even if they were, if they were up by 20, they would chuck up the threes. They lost Game Seven last year because they missed 27 straight threes. Right? It, you any other team would have adjusted, and not kept shooting those threes. Toronto probably shoots the three better. It, it's a toss up in that I area, think the Bucks but I think but the Bucks. I will I will say this in, in terms of I think the Raptors have one of the best uh, front courts in basketball when you put. Marcus All and Serge Ibaka in the game at the same time. So you put them both in the game at the same time, which we do that. Which we do that. Or I'm talking about around. both because Serge Ibaka is, is one of the best rim protectors. Get He's from, one of the best rim protectors. It, it, and also, is Marcus All going to be able to go on the? Is there a place for Marcus All in a Warrior series? Yes. Like, is he going to be able to play out there? Yes. Especially Who's he with guarding? Looney. Who's he guarding? Looney. You don't think Durant's back? Well, that but they still have Looney in when he's in there too. If Durant's playing five, okay, then I'm sure. Talking about, I'm then talking sure. about your closing five, last couple of minutes of the game. Right? Well, but, you're gonna have you're gonna have Steph, you're gonna have Clay, right? Okay. Durant, Iguodala, and Green. Okay. Is Gasol gonna be able to play in those last five minutes of a game? In the last five minutes, close, no. But I'm right? talking. So that, but then, the body then, of the game matters. Body of the game matters. But it's also the end of the game. Well, that end of the game matters close, too, right? Sure. You're not winning the game in the first. You know, forty minutes of the game against the Warriors. Maybe against any other team, but against the Warriors, you're gonna win it. In and the I last think five. he, I think he could guard now. If Draymond Green's hitting threes like he has been, it's the Warriors are very tough to to beat when Draymond's hitting. Because that's threes. a problem with the Rockets as well. Because Clint Capella couldn't stay out there. I say if he's hitting threes, then that's gonna be a problem. <laughs> but I think uh, Mark is a, a better defender in terms Here, of. Here's one thing I'll tell you: being able they're, to get you are, off the dribble. I, I, here's one thing that could be in your advantage: Boogie Cousins is. There is talks that he might be returning soon from his injury, and then they might be obligated to play him a good 25 minutes a game. I don't think they're going to close. I don't think they'd ever close with him. But if he plays, Marcus All definitely has a place on the floor, right? Yeah. Boogie Cousins out there means Marcus All is out there most likely. I'd give an edge to Marcus All for sure, definitely playoff wise. Right. So I, I think that if if Boogie Cousins is playing, probably not closing, but if he's playing, then Marcus All is going to have. It. I say because we should be able to, if we get to that point, we should be able to generate points in the paint. Absolutely should be able to generate points in the paint. 
you're not going to be able to stop Surge and Mark. Not at the same time. There's just no way. And Surge can both of them can stretch the floor with their three-pointing abilities. So that's where I think that the Raptors, as far as their overall personnel, I think that they have a better chance than Milwaukee does. It, it, it hinges too much on Giannis. And I know that Leonard is, is definitely, it hinges a lot on him too. But I just feel like, I feel like the, the other guys on the team, like Kyle can create for the other players on the team as well. And I know Eric Bledsoe is pretty decent at that too, but I feel like Kyle is pretty solid at being able to get other guys one, open. One last thing on, on your Raptors. Are you in the least bit worried about the usage of Kawhi Leonard moving forward for the, for the playoffs? Because they are running everything through him. And yeah. his usage, it's he had, what, 39 shots in Game 7 against the yeah. Sixers? Yeah. If this goes to like, seven games again, yeah, this goes is he seven, even going to be able to stand up <laughs> like for his, another series? His conditioning, I, I, I mean, he didn't play 75, 80 games this year. But this is he why. He played 50 granted, because of load management. Granted, Correct. regardless, he'll, he has a that LeBron mindset when he was nursing all those injuries uh, and still went through the playoffs. And, you know, he has that same mindset where I believe he's like, no, no, we're here. I'm playing. Yep. So I feel like I don't, I don't know. We haven't really seen too much of him in this particular scenario to see, you know, how he does and long playoff stretches uh, where everything is running through him. But I definitely feel like it's certainly more busy for him uh, in these series. Rightfully so. Yeah. He's hot. Yeah. I mean, yep. Except for game, I mean, uh, without that game-winning shot, I mean, he was having a pretty bad game, Game Seven. Yeah, he was what sixteen for thirty-nine, seven not efficient. Yeah, sixteen. You can't. You can't. Ha- you can't win many games if your guys going to sixteen for thirty-nine, let alone shooting thirty-nine shots. Yeah, but you got you look at all the other games. Yeah. I mean, he, oh, yeah. his percentage was fantastic and efficient throughout most of those other games. All right, so look, looking at the Warriors, real quick. Durant doesn't play. Do they still win? Quick answer. Yes. Against Portland. Uh, championship. 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 I say yes. Yeah, I think with regardless, I think we all agree they're going to be Portland. I would look at game. Well, one. I say if they, if Durant's they, not in there, then I still th- I think it it gets extended a little oh, bit. Oh, I think it could go game six yeah. without Durant. I think, I think if Durant doesn't come back, it's seven games, regardless of them playing Toronto or Buck or the Bucks. Okay, okay, you're talking about cham- you're talking about the NBA finals. I'm talking okay. finals, seven yeah. games regardless. Yes, Durant without Durant, come. with Durant, six. Yeah, probably. I I want to say five. But, I'd say five mm. against the Raptors. I'd say six against the Bucks. Okay. If Durant is back. That's what I would say. Without Durant, seven games. Bucks get two at Still home. Win. Bucks yeah. win two at home. Yeah, Bucks win two at home. All right. Now, Jake Ellis says five game series with or without Durant. Either way, he's saying five games. He's saying games. five games with or without. Oh, hey, as a Knicks fan, I would love that. Because that means Durant's <laughs> leaving and he's coming to the Knicks. There you go. <laughs> anything anything you know, else closing out with the, with the NBA? Yes, we're moving to a few other things. Yeah, I have one thing, out with the and I and I want you to commit to this. I want you want me to commit. This. I want you just to everybody. just me commit singling to this. me out. Just you. Okay. After we're done with NBA, we're not going to soccer, right? There is. Like, oh, God. good lord. <laughs> USA. Um, okay, so I need you to commit to something. Okay. If by chance, I am married, this, so I don't have commitment issues. Yes, this is a low priority. Uh, or a low likelihood of this actually happening, um, that uh, you don't get Durant and you don't get 
Oh Anthony Davis. Oh boy. And you're probably not going to get Kyrie at that point either. <laughs> I don't know about you, that. But you get to wear a jersey of our choosing for a month on the show, <laughs> regardless of sport. If none of that happens, yep. You provide a jersey for me to wear of your choosing. Yes. That what you're saying for for every show for a month. Okay. David Ortiz. Oh, man. Big poppy. So one of those three. We do not get one of those three. Is what we'll post saying. it on our page. Okay. And a little photo, too. Okay. All right. Deal. I'm confident. I'm confident. You're Don't willing to put it wearing a, wearing a Red Sox jersey? Gosh. He I, already said yes. That's really confident. Do you guys have a Red Sox jersey? Huh? I'll, I'll, I'll buy one. I'll buy one? God. We can turn around and sell it after we yeah, buy you know, it. I, I am rental. that confident. No, I will commit to this because I'm that confident that either AD... Durant or Kyrie Irving is coming to the Knicks. Knicks are going to break my heart again. <laughs> break my heart. You're off to a great start. Yes, I yeah. am. All right, what's next? What are we on to here? Do you want me to go on my little uh, just a slight rant about how bad of a 24 hours? I do. Day? I okay. gave. I didn't give a rant really. I just yeah, went on my. I kind of want to. This is your right? birthday rant. This, this is, is birthday my birthday rant. rant. All right. So so it starts yesterday. It starts last night. Right. Yesterday, May 14. 25 now. 24. 24. 24. Yeah. Your car insurance didn't even drop yet. You got to wait one more year for that still. I, I can't even rent a car. <laughs> 24 years you're old. S- you're still on your parents' insurance, aren't you? Heck yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah, I am. I'm not paying for If only. <laughs> <laughs> so, starts last night, right? May 14th, we're watching the lottery. It starts before that because we, we talked about this earlier. I The anticipation, right? My hopes are... At an all-time high, Zion Williamson is coming to the Knicks, right? Zion, Durant, Kyrie Irving, championship contenders right there. Knicks tank the right way this year, right? First time in my life, the Knicks actually tank the right way, and we have a first-round pick. We got the number one overall pick. I'm hype. Lottery comes. I'm watching it. Weird things are happening. Lakers are still in it. Knicks, fifth pick, nope. Fourth pick, Lakers, let's go. Top three, Stephen A's on my side. Everybody, Every Knicks fan is freaking out. I'm like, oh, yeah. You got the Memphis Grizzlies. You got the New Orleans Pelicans. Who gives a crap about those two organizations? <laughs> those are literally the two least valuable NBA franchises in the league in terms of Forbes value and in terms of who cares about like nobody cares about them? And in terms <laughs> right? of Thomas's interest, yeah, doesn't care my my personal interests, right? I don't want to watch those teams. The Knicks have this. This is it's either rigged or it isn't. The Knicks have this. There's no way we're losing the lottery to the Pelicans. They they won it a couple of years ago with Anthony Davis. So what happens? The Knicks pick third, right? All right, so I'm crushed. I'm literally crushed. I'm trying to be happy because we at least get a top three pick with RJ Barrett. But talk to me in a week, all right? Talk to me in a week. I might be excited about that. We just lost on on the next LeBron James, the next Charles Barkley, right? And you're like, oh, I can focus Generation on football town, season now. Right? Like, yeah. So I'm like, all right, we're good. All right, so let me focus. No, no, no. Yeah, let me focus on, on you football. You still got your right? Yankees if they get healthy. Now hold over. up. They're still part of that. It's part of the rant. So I focus on, I'm like, okay, wake up. It's my birthday. All right? It's May 15th. Let's go. Walking into work. What do I see on my phone? Adam Schefter. A Schefter bomb. Not a Woj bomb from last night. I thought, I thought we were good with the, NBA, with, with the NFL, right? Sam Darnold's looking good. 
We get Quinn and Williams. We got Le'Veon Bell. We're gonna win the East. We're gonna win the A and uh, the AFC East, right? Oh, I don't know. We're gonna get <laughs> we're gonna get eleven wins. Adam Gase is gonna lead us to the promised land. I'll chalk that up to it being your birthday. Yeah, well, what, <laughs> I'm a little delusional. Okay, uh, what happens, right? Mike McCagnan gets fired after he gets to pick the coach. He gets to spend a hundred million dollars in cap space, and he gets to do the draft. And what and what is this, Jared? What is this guy known for? Why why did we hire him? He's good at scouting, yep. right? Yep. What has he done traditionally in the four years he's been with the Jets? Scouted. <laughs> has he done it good? Has he done it good? Not, not very. Uh, what What did his first round pick get traded for today? Uh, six round pick. A six round pick. Oh yeah, Darren Lee. Yeah. What happened to him? Yeah. What happened to Christian Hackenberg? <laughs> Our second round pick. He is bagging groceries. Okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, I'm not going to argue. This guy deserved to be fired, right? This yep. guy was not a good GM. He's hit on first-round picks, and that's it, okay? He just made C.J. Mosley. I love the guy, but he just made him the highest-paid linebacker, okay? The timing of this could not be worse. It, it, it could not be worse. Like, like you let – there has to be more to it because you. it's a dispute between Adam Gase not wanting Le'Veon Bell. and they, No, there had to be more of that because then they wouldn't have signed Le'Veon Bell if they really sided with the coach here. There's something in the water, something in, the water in New York. Appa- apparently the guy only watched tape and only scouted, didn't communicate, and never talked to people and was undecisive. Like I said, he's not a good GM, but you're doing it now? I don't get. It. The, I don't yeah, get it. now. Now so, just doesn't make sense. So so okay. Screw the Jets. Screw, <laughs> screw the Jets. Right. The typical Yankees. Jets fan. Go I'm gonna go look at the Yankees. We're playing. <laughs> you know, we're, we're playing the Orioles. We sweep up double header, man. We sweep them today. Then what happens? Did you lose to the Orioles? No, no, no. We we beat the Orioles. Okay. But our starting third baseman coming into the year, Miguel Andujar, yeah. runner up, should have been rookie of the year last year. Shohei Otani, you bum. <laughs> Should have been rookie of the year. Seizing, season ending shoulder surgery. <laughs> oh, I did not hear this. Out for the rest of the year. Gio, Gio Urshela oh, is going to be man. our third baseman for the rest of the year. Your Yankees cannot catch Se- a break on the 17 different players on, so far oh, on the, in, in the IL. I'd, I'd, 17 out of I'd your say starting I feel 25. sorry for you, but it's for the Yankees. I know. So that just I'm recaps. <laughs> that, that just recaps my last 24 hours in sports. If if I'm telling you, if it wasn't for the Yankees, New York sports is awful. Well, hey, the it's Bucks awful. won. The Bucks won. Fifty dollars in my bank account. There we go. There we go. <laughs> hey, all right. Twenty twenty five will be better. I promise. All right, that, that that that'll be my rant. Okay, that's just my sports. So we've, we've actually been <laughs> yes. going on for an hour here, guys. We have been, and we, I, you guys talked a lot in okay. NBA. So we have two things left. <laughs> we did. We we have two things left, right? Uh, Down in flames. We haven't even said the name of our podcast today. Down in flames Down podcast. In flames. If you're watching us on Facebook Live, we thank you. We're always there. Uh, if not, you can catch us on iTunes and Spotify, wherever you watch your podcast or listen to your podcast. Two things left today to talk about, right? Let's save Game of Thrones for last. Spoiler alert. If you do not watch Game of Thrones or if you are behind, probably going to talk a little bit of Game of Thrones at the end because it's awesome. This is your first warning. This is your first first warning. warning. We'll give you one more. (laughs) But Jared was kind enough to prepare a Do You Know Me this week. We haven't done one in a while. No, we haven't. 20 questions. I don't have a phone phone available, so I will. Oh, I do have something. I'm good. Do you want your sticky note here? Nope, I have. Okay. 
I'm good. <laughs> You're okay. gonna write them in like yeah, a, write it in like a Survivor style. <laughs> yeah, I will, I vote them off the You've been, <laughs> You've been voted off the table. So let, let's go ahead, Jared. Take it over. Do you know me? You said it was an interesting one. A interesting weird guy, one. Right? A weird Com- guy. Computers down or at least off of Facebook. Okay, computers. Except for Jared. I will. Co- I will go computer down. All right, this it's it's a little tough, but I think I think you guys can get it. Go so get my message up to you. Question numero uno: Is it Tyrion Lannister? <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. I was born in Lafayette, Louisiana. I have ten names readily. Wow, <laughs> LSU right here. Is this an LSU guy? Question number two: I went to Lafayette, Karenko High School. Sounded like a prison. I know. <laughs> Lafayette. You go Lafayette Karenko. <laughs> Question Max. number three. Phil Robertson. Yeah. That's his guess, he guess. <laughs> yes, he texted it in, he's locked it in, he's done. I was USA Today High School All-American in 1994. Oh, no, we got the, got the years going on now. Question number four. I did indeed attend college at LSU. Let's see you, 1994. <laughs> so Question number five. Okay. I was the SEC Freshman of the Year in 1995. SEC Freshman of the Year, 1995. Question number six. I was the I was a 3 first team All SEC from 1996 to 1998. All right, so it is football. So it is football. Have to be. Yeah. Question number seven. I'm just waiting for eye contact. From <laughs> I, don't know, 90, I don't know 90s LSU football. No, neither do I. I was a first-team All-American in 1996. Question number eight. Waiting wait for position. I finished my SEC career behind only Herschel Walker in rushing yards. Mm, now we got a position. Ah, that's what we needed. <laughs> LSU right. running back. Mid-90s. Question number nine. I finished fifth in NCAA history for all-purpose yards. Question number 10. Is this Leonard Fournette? <laughs> I know the guy's 40. I knew he's 40. He's played he's twice. 40. <laughs> he's played twice. <laughs> he's he went played back, twice. He went back for he a Masters. <laughs> I was first in SEC history with 53 touchdowns in my career, only to be surpassed by Tim Tebow in 2009. Let's see you running back. This guy must have had a pretty bad uh, NFL career. Question number 11. I was drafted in the second round of the 1999 NFL draft. Oh, 99. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the famous 1999 draft. Is it famous? I don't know. He was number two or in the second, second round. Second round. Second round pick. Question number 12. After I, all those stats? I played round? for the same NFL team for 12 seasons. You say, you say that one more time? I played for the same, same NFL, NFL team, team for 12 seasons. You about to... Okay. Question number 13. So that means he retired in 2011. You're or close. You, okay. Yeah. So. I finished my NFL career with 3,600 rush, rushing yards and 16 touchdowns and 3,700 yards receiving and 15 touchdowns. That's nothing. I told you, he didn't have a good NFL career, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know who he is. 
Are you did someone You said sixteen touchdowns? Sixteen touchdowns rushing. Yeah. Two thousand rushing yards. Well, yeah, the college career. Well, he was a second round pick. That's why I was surprised too. When and I played, when I looked at when I looked at this person, crazy. I was shocked. Yeah, but he played twelve years. Were you shocked at his college career or how badly he did in the NFL? Both. Both. So like, what, what did you pick from? Did you pick from college him or NFL him and be like, oh, let me look at him? I just question. looked at him and then I looked because I thought of him and then I looked him in up. In an NFL capacity or a college in, capacity? In an NFL capacity. Okay. 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 Yes. But I, 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 I'm at a loss. Call, and you have 3, I'm trying to get in Jared's mind of. Question number 14. Okay, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Obi, I need, I need, I need your help. Team. I need an NFL team. I retired in 2012. Okay. Question 15. My cousin also played running back in the NFL. Nothing. Nothing. Question 16. This won't help you either. <laughs> My cousin and I both won Super Bowls. Nothing. Super Bowl winner. In this will help years. immensely. should probably get the phone. Question out. 17. I wear the number 33. Nope. Okay. Nope. I don't know football numbers like that. 33. The only person I can think that wears 33 is not him, so... Question 18. I have three Super Bowl rings. All right. Pause for a second before you go on. <laughs> no way. <laughs> next question. Early, I'll give it away. <laughs> early. Uh, wait before you go on to the next I one. I will. I will. Early 2000s. 2000s. Three Super Bowls. One team, 12 years. Only 3,000 rushing yards. Like, yeah. LSU. No, less than less an impressive LSU. player. LSU. I no that he didn't three Super Bowls. I mean, it only can be one one team, right? Three Super Bowls in the last twelve. Was he the starting running back? Um, I can't. Most of his career. That's that's a hint. I can't give any hints. Hey, you can. You've been giving them to us. No, no hints at all. I'm asking for an extra. <laughs> this realistically can only be one team. It has to be a running back on the Patriots. Question nineteen. I played for the Patriots. Yeah, it had to be. A, it had to be a running <laughs> yeah. back for the Patriots. I Did you Facebook Ben Jarvis Green Ellis? Ben Jarvis Green Ellis, the lawyer. <laughs> All right, Peyton. This this Only should running back I could think of that wore thirty three that was anywhere in my mind was Terrell Davis, and he was in the league before nineteen ninety nine. This should so. give it away for Peyton, and, and it, it probably will for you too. My cousin played for the Colts. And Rams. Oh. What is his first name? I might just go last name. <laughs> Cheater! <laughs> Cheater! Remember the other clues. I'm blanking on the it, exact same. I just, yeah, I, I, I got the last name here. I got a last name. I had nothing. Do you want me to refer back to question 16? No, I just want you to go ahead. And the last question, right? 20. Uh, yeah, question, question 20, 20 is my cousin played for the Colts and Rams. Oh, that was t question 20. That was question the last 20. one. That's it. Okay, I will text the last name to you, and that's it. Because I have <laughs> go last on last name. I need to get the first name, because if I get the first name, I, I win. Say, yeah, he'll get it off the, yeah, he'll get off the last name. Kyle's got nothing? Nothing. My cousin and I both won Super Bowls. His cousin played for the Colts and Rams. I'm not thinking of a Rams great running back. 
not named Todd Gurley. <laughs> or Adai. Steven Jackson, which was or one Steven of our Jackson, other. Yeah. Is it Joseph Adai? Joseph, live and let it die. <laughs> Nothing? All right, what do we got? We got a timer? We want, we want a timer on the rest? You're done. I'm done. Peyton, you want a timer? I'm still trying to think of the first Should name. we give him 20 more seconds? Yeah, give him 20 seconds. Then my wife is calling me. 20, that's it? Okay, 20 seconds you, after your wife's okay, call ends. You get 20 seconds. I will step away for a second. It's going to bug me. This is dead air time on the show. This is dead air time. Do, 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 do. What made you think of this person? I just Because I just thought about their their uh, Super Bowls, and I always thought of him because of his cousin. <laughs> so I'd always think his cousin, I'd be like, man, this guy isn't nearly as good, but he still is a quality football player. I don't know. I can't think of it. You know the last name at least, though. But it's the first name that matters. Ricky Williams was drafted in 99, wasn't he? Uh, Maybe. I think so. Yeah, he was. Tell me uh, tell me the last name, Payne. No, because it's not a victory until I get the first name. <laughs> maybe if you say the last name, it'll make you think of the first name. I've been saying it over and over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. His cousin was a beast. Yes. Cousin was considered one of the greatest running backs of all time. He's up in the conversation, Kyle. Where are we at? Nothing? Nobody? Did we get anything? Do you know who it is now? I know who it is. I don't know why I didn't think of it. Did you look it up? <laughs> did you look it up? I did. Okay. Is he still, but then is that, I, don't know, I don't know why I didn't think of his, his cousin. Is Payton, Payton still trying? Isn't that... Cr- yeah. Is Does it, he have the last he, name? He's you can cr- say it. Is he trying or crying? Is he um, crying? Are you crying? I never even would have thought of him. What do you have his last name? I'm in the zone trying to get the first... Isn't it crazy though how good he was in Can college? I give you a clue? Like beast in college. That's insane. I, I'm shocked. I had no idea he went to LSU either. I didn't either. None. I had no idea. And I was looking at stuff up. I was like, he yeah. was a he was a, a baller beast. in college. And his, his his name never came up. Like when you're hearing Tebow and Tebow passing him, like right. I don't remember in the broadcast I'm ever talking about. Right, him. right, right. I'm gonna give you a movie clue. Also with Fournette, I don't remember like. You know, he never got compared to Fournette or anything like that when Fournette was at Peyton, LSU. Peyton, want the movie clue? I'm going to give you a hint, Peyton. Man, he struggled. I didn't know that was a hat. It wasn't. What the hell did you do to my room? <laughs> Peyton, you didn't get that SpongeBob quote? Are you serious right now? Hold on. Oh. Think the movie up. Come on, Jeffrey. Yikes. Hero worship I think is we need unhealthy. To, I think we need to cut him off. I know. I think to. we need to cut him off. I know. I'm not. I think we need to cut <laughs> him off. It's not going to break. Kevin. McAllister. <laughs> McAllister. <laughs> I just said it. I know. <laughs> Kevin Falk. Kevin Falk. Never even remotely would have. 
But I, I was just... I couldn't even told you who Kevin where Falk did his was brother, Where did his cousin go? He went to San Diego State. His cousin did. Yeah, Marshall, Marshall Falk, Falk went Falk. to San Diego State. I would have So he that. was the better of the recruits. Uh, yeah. Substantially. Wow. But what's crazy is San Diego State actually produces good running backs. Yeah. He was like really the first one, but they've yeah. they've developed some That's good insane. ones. Yeah, the, the amount of accolades that he had in his SEC career. 12 years for the Patriots. Yeah. Which is weird. Why they but use, when I was looking at... When they actually held on to running backs. I was looking at his stats, and I was like, there's no way this is it. Yeah. There's no way this is yeah. it. But he was also... The the um, thing with Kevin Falk was that he was the Swiss Army Knife. That's what his nickname well, was. Well, yeah, you had the rushing yards and the receiving yards. Almost and like punt return. He was a really good punt returner for them, too. So he had uh, a really good career as far as just all-purpose. But... That's why he was there. It's because he just he did everything that you could ask for out of a running back. All right, so we have we have about twenty minutes. Uh, do I don't know. We need that. We don't need that. We, long. Don't, we don't need that. But I don't want to go. 20, that makes a really long called. episode. She, she is. Yeah, wake up they early. put her on call, so she's on her way home. Okay. We should. We don't have to be out, but we have to be done with the podcast probably. Because it'd be pretty awkward. Alright, doesn't want to be on the on the show. Probably not. I brought her on the radio once though. She didn't like that very yeah. much. Yeah. She's. We you can would, ask her. She responded how most people would respond. To we can ask her about the, the health of KD. We yes. need we need oh, a nurse's yes. perspective. That's true. On the health of me after we the last a, stressful so twenty four hours. Alert for. She can take my blood pressure. Spoiler alert for Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. Period. Is second spoiler. Second spoiler alert. Jared has no idea what we're going to talk That's about. Right. So he's going to bow out a little bit. We, we could use Actually, your wife's. I think op- I could probably just leave. <laughs> we could use your wife's <laughs> opinion on whether or not Daenerys. Is crazy. Oh, I, th- I think okay. we can put her in the psych ward. Oh, she's she's, oh, she's mad. Oh yeah, she's the mad queen. Daenerys, oh, yeah. Daenerys is nuts. So is that the is that the main takeaway of this last episode? Uh, the, the the turning that's the, of the mad. That's the main story portion of the episode that she went absolutely crazy. Like that's uh, I, that's the I main. I feel story like line. it's a it's a uh, one of those stories where certain people were right, certain people were wrong. The people you wanted to be right weren't right. The people that you hoped that they were going to be wrong weren't wrong. Yes. So like Varys, Varys was right. right. John uh, Snow, John was wrong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can we can we say one thing? Like, I will say one thing on that. Tyrion, Tyrion was wrong. Tyrion, Tyrion was why Tyrion was they, wrong a bunch of why times. Why have they made Tyrion into an idiot lately? Like why? why I don't is, th- because why he, is Tyrion he made, like he made decisions that were wise. It's just that he's making all the wrong decisions. Like everything's panning. You're not actually him. leaving. He's he's actually leaving. he's actually leaving. He's saying bye to Podcast Obi. Podcast is still going, man. We're gonna talk Raptors. I literally part have two. nothing else to contribute. At Raptors this point. part no, no, two. No, no, Kyle sat here patiently. No, dur- no, no. Kyle sat here patiently. I during sat here NBA during all of NBA. <laughs> I have sat here through how many baseball talk, baseball chats, <laughs> and chimed in on one. I chimed in on one, hey, Jared. You can talk some Game of Thrones with us. Like it might make it actually move more. You fun. saw part of the episode. I did. I did. How did you like it? All right. Oh, quick. <laughs> He's got no mic. Quick reaction. Did you love, like, or hate episode five? With now, with one episode left. Did I love, hate, or like episode yes. five? I liked episode five. You know. I'll let Peyton go first. Tell me, and I'll tell my reason why. Yeah. What would have made me love it? I I'll agree. I like episode five. 
I liked it. Okay. And I know it's fine. As a whole on the season, a lot of people don't like this season. There's been a lot of criticism. I like this season. So do I. Me too. How is this different from all of the other seasons? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah but it's not happening how I want it to. Why, no, no. Why did you ever so think this show is going to end on a happy note? Every other season is mayhem. This season, mayhem. mayhem. And they don't do what you want. They've never done what the audience wants. No. Nobody wanted the Red Wedding. No. Nobody no. wanted that. I love everybody Rob Stark. W- <laughs> everybody wanted Rob to win. I love Rob, St- Rob Stark. But... They give you what you need. Not not saying it's been perfect. The writing hasn't been perfect, right? And could I nitpick all the things that people are saying are wrong? Yeah, yeah, sure. If I really want to be negative about it, and nobody likes the ending of any show, basically. Like nobody likes endings. Like people are probably just mad because it's ending, right? Breaking Bad ended mm-hmm. perfect, but people wanted. But even one, people picked that up. Yeah, yeah, people true. wanted one happy season. No way. They're not going to get it. No, this show is never about yeah, happy. What was the main criticism of season uh, of episode five? Oh, they they turned her too evil. She went too crazy. No, you right? knew all along she was the daughter of the Mad King. Yes, she was going to turn mad eventually. 100%. I didn't think she was going to go this crazy, but but this is probably better for the story that she went right. this crazy. I thought it makes she, it more believable. I thought if she, she was going to go mad. Or, I don't know. I, I thought she was going to go mad. She was going to kill John. That's what I thought. If that was well, here's a twist. How does she kill John? Is can she kill him by fire? Because well, can he be killed by fire? I don't know. I, I don't think. I so. don't think he can be killed by fire, and so, I don't think she knows that. So or she doesn't register that. I think that's well. She would. She would have to know. I don't know. She at least knows who he claims to be. Yeah, and she's already sat through it, so she but knows. Is that with the madness and the, all the hectic craziness? I think she so. might I try to kill him. I don't think that. I don't think it would take away her practical knowledge. She may still try, but I don't think she'd be surprised if he just walked out, because then he would just look at her and be like, "Yeah, remember I'm." I gone Targaryen. We talked about yeah, this. We talked about this. This is why I didn't. And that's why you the last episode. And that's when she bows times. down, gives up her throne, and makes him king of the of the seven. Uh, she bowed us down. So I don't know. She said this was back when she was not even. You know, she hadn't even you know crossed the ocean yet. Um, I can't remember who she was talking to, but I was I was reading something that referred to it. She said at the very beginning. I will sit on the iron of or, or on the uh, um, iron throne, and I will get there uh, by fire and blood. That's how I'm going to get what there. Just so, like, how many groups of people has she killed? Uh, yeah, she's she's freed slaves, and she's freed. Uh, technically, she freed the unsullied, but I mean, they're they're still going to work for her. Yeah. But I mean, she hung the uh, those leaders of marine. Um, she's murdered, you know, countless other populations she, that have she opposed just murdered her. Varys. Yeah. So then she comes into this, and they're like, "Oh, they're not opposing her, so they're not. She's not going to murder." Uh, yeah, but it's still just one more population that she's killed. Do, it's not like. Do you think she, she's dead as this next episode? Do you think she lives through it? Oh, I don't think she lives through it. No. I don't think there's a way no. that she can live through it. I think it's who, gonna be tough. Who, kill, who kills her? Hmm. I thought no. I, I thought Arya. Right? Arya. Yeah, we we fought about that. We, we, we did. discussed that, and, right? I, and I agree with you. There's I don't no, think she, right. There's no I, way. I, I was certain that was going to be the case, but the more I thought about it after what you said, I agree with you. I right? don't think she's. Arya's one. already had her moment. She she killed the Night Walker, or whatever you know, the Night King. The Night or, King. Yeah, the Night King. 
the only reason why I thought you know, that she, is she because she said, Warriors. because she, her whole LeBron. thing is, like, I'm going to kill the queen. I'm going to kill the queen. How about this? And she didn't get to kill the queen. Oh, Obi. Obi. Wow. Yep. Obi, Obi watches it with me. He doesn't like Arya that much. She, she could still do it. If could. Daenerys kills Jon, I think Arya could do it. But again, there's so many variables with this because there's so many people left over. Yeah. This um, needs to be like a two-hour episode, to be honest. It is. It's going to be long. This is my thought. Arya is LeBron against the Warriors. <laughs> Arya gets her one moment. She gets her one championship. She kills the Night King. LeBron beats the Warriors. After what? That's his one moment. He leaves. Arya's done. She doesn't need another moment. She's not going to win another so championship. Arya's producing this, movies yeah. and TV shows in LA yes, right now. Yeah, she's going to be spin-off. You know, she's... She, you know, you know, she like uh, the white horse, right? She's she she got the white horse in episode five, and you know, I, I don't know. Arya's LeBron. Is it a three-one lead, and then they blow it, and she comes back? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, the the yeah. the Night King had a three-one lead. That was that was over. Oh, absolutely, that when was she, over when she leapt in the air. That was the yeah. block. Yeah, the, and, that was the block on Shigadala. Yeah. No, no, and then she got grabbed, and I thought, oh, she's not gonna, he's gonna kill her. Yeah, and then she drops the knife with her hand Boom. in. She pulled the literally from Star Wars I told, right I, there. I told the drop of the knife was at three from Kyrie. I told Peyton <laughs> literally when I walk in, I'm watching this episode because I'm I don't watch this show, and he's the all, one person. All I can think of is I see the dragon flying across the the city, and I'm like, oh, that's a Nazgul flying over Minas Tirith. That is exactly what it looked like the entire time. <laughs> Minus the fact that Drogon would yes. kill all of the Nazgul. Yes, he would. Nazgul got nothing. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. Give me the drones. All right, so what, was would, for what, what made me not love this episode? Yes. Let's get it's the same thing for everybody. Everybody has wanted Cersei dead. The it's entire the way series. that she died. So we're ha- if she's sure, dead, if, if she's, she's dead. I, if which she I think did. she is. You want Cersei dead. That's, I sent Peyton a tweet that was ways you could have killed Cersei, number one thousand two hundred sixty-seven, killed by bricks. Yep, and Jamie in Jamie's hands. In Jamie's hands. Oh, hand, like, hand, hand. Sorry, had, sorry. One hand. <laughs> yeah, hand. <laughs> she had a happy death with her brother slash lover. Like, yeah, happy as it could be. I mean, yeah, compared to what we wanted. Right. I, I just. I think we're going to see the awkward piece of Tyrion switching over to Jon. Um, Grey Worm. Yeah. Grey Worm is also mm, out of his mind right now. Yeah, yeah. So Grey Worm went out of his mind. The whole army he's, did. He's going to die. I love that moment in episode five where Jon, you, you see it in his eyes and he's like, looks over to Davos. And him and Davos are like, I'm not going to curse, but you could. this just went to what flames the? and this... This you know this just escalated way past my moral compass, and we need to do something about it. And it's gonna go down in episode six. Davos, Tyrion, yeah, Tyrion had the same look. Jon Snow, the, them three right there. I don't know what army they have left. Uh, we haven't seen which, Sa- we didn't see Sansa. Sansa's definitely gonna have to be a big role in in the last episode. Which I mean, she's hanging out in Winterfell with Bran. Can we get some redemption? I don't know. I don't, I don't know if Bran's gonna roll on I down or what the, the deal is. Most boring <laughs> character character. I agree. But in, in the in entire TV. But right they now. S- they still allude to, to him powers. being. What is his powers? He can fly. Him being ravens? a key. Is he only the key for? That relationship that he had with the Night King, yeah. or is he more of a key to yep. 
Westeros. So I'm I'm curious. Can he just turn his eyes back and fly a couple of rings? He was like, okay, so Tyrion spoke with uh, Sir Davos in the last episode and was talking about you're the greatest smuggler. And uh, there is a large population that feels like it had nothing to do with the little boat that was going to be there for um, uh, for Jamie and Cersei. Um, that it was something different. That he's bringing someone else in, uh, or something else in. I'll be curious to see if that pans out, or if it. You know. How about Euron? Thoughts on Euron Greyjoy? I'm the one that killed Jamie Lannister. No, yeah. you died first. I'm that doesn't count as a kill. Jamie Lannister. Is 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 Euron? That's an assist. That's Euron, not a kill. Euron, right. <laughs> Euron Greyjoy. Is he? Uh, if we were playing Dion Call Waiters? of If we were playing Call of Duty right now, it would say Bricks killed Jamie Lannister, assisted by. Can you even give him an assist? Euron Greyjoy. <laughs> Can you even give him an assist? So I, I think he uh, stabbed him Euron, in the side. He Euron, slowed him down. Euron is uh, Dion Waiters with the un, unrational confidence. If he had been healthy, he might have been able to get to Cersei and save her before he. They crumpled in the yeah he you think? he they, they kind of lingered they kind of lingered in that building a little bit they they kind of I don't know Euron Greyjoy was uh, Le'Veon's ACL or yeah mm. ACL injury I'm that's that's okay. what he was him and his fake hand lifted up above them and shielded the rock that one gold hand Did that one gold hand and Sorry, I can't search the web. oh Apple watch. oh <laughs> Apple all right Siri. it's eleven thirty five it's eleven thirty five all right so on to our next segment <laughs> so. We all agree. Episode or season eight's been better than most people have said. We we think, right? It's delivering it's exactly good. how it's delivered it's the good. entire series, I, and people are upset. I about don't know it. how people are judging season eight so harshly without seeing the ending yet. You got to see the ending. Fourth quarter's coming. It's like it's you know, twenty nineteen. People just like to complain. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. At the end, at the end of this, we just see a young Gandalf come out, <laughs> and then Lord of the Rings starts. Either yeah, that or why do we uh, give him a mic back? I know. <laughs> Either that or um, you know an ending like uh, Mad Men. They're just oh. zoomed in on Don Draper's face as he's meditating. <laughs> that show, the coat commercial. I was so devoted to that show to finish it out because I kept on I'm like something's got to happen. There should be something that something's happens. Something's coming, right? Something's got to happen. You want to talk about a Nothing bad ending? Like, you want to talk about a bad like, ending? That show like, had a bad ending. The show don't have a good. I like, think that's it. Have up so. Yeah, all right. and then and that's our cue. That's our cue. Down in flames. Check Gonna us out on all of the places where you can find podcasts. Thanks, guys.